Hey everybody, welcome to a midweek podcast, Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Brent Morton along with Dan Hicken, and we are in Pittsburgh week. That day off is over for the Jags and back to work on this Wednesday. And uh, heck, we're heading to Pittsburgh on Thursday. Dan will be up there on Saturday. It's almost go time, baby. It is almost go time. It's an exciting time. And, you know, we were in the locker room today. And there's a few issues going on. Pittsburgh's yapping an awful lot. Their players uh, for a team that got beat 30 to nine. I know that score was not indicative of the closeness of the football game, but um, you can say they're a confident bunch, or you can say they're, you know, looking past the Jaguars. I, for one, hope they're looking past the Jaguars. The Jags have taken more of a. I'm surprised. The best I've gotten out of any Jaguar players, if you want, you want us. You got us. That's right. And that's about it, That's really, Big Ben right? saying he wants a rematch. Yeah. And he's got one. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much more trash talk, though, have no, you? No, Jalen hasn't talked yet. <laughs> that's true. We'll get Jalen will talk tomorrow. on Thursday. And he actually did talk with us on, on the radio side. And uh, he didn't. He wasn't like that, but the comment kind of comes across like, well, be careful what you wish for and, right. and those kind of deals. But right. either way, Ben Roethlisberger today said, hey, it's one of the best defenses I've ever faced. Yeah, he I tempered it down. Was, not only did he temper it down, he went the complete opposite. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to go give these guys a big head. But He's Mitchell, playing mind you games. see what Mike Mitchell said? I didn't. He, he's already looking past the Jags. He's already talking, talking about the Patriots. Patriots. We're going yeah. to play them in hell. We're going to beat them. Well, you got to win Sunday before you can get to the following Sunday. And Tennessee's got a game against New England. It's disrespectful. That's a guy who got run over by Leonard Fournette, too, by the way. And after he gave up a 15-yard gain, got up and yapped a lot. So I, I appreciate his passion and enthusiasm, but my impressions of that guy is he's a big mouth yeah and I don't think I think these guys get stuck in spots sometimes because of the questions they get asked yeah you know and you're never gonna say you're gonna lose and all that stuff so whatever the context of what that was the the bottom line here is whatever is out there the one thing I go back to and we've talked about this numerous times throughout the year is that Doug Marone will play it up He's yes. not afraid to play it up. And so here we go again this week. Right. The Byard or whatever the heck his name is in Tennessee picked yeah. off Blake twice last week. And he he was asked about Tom Brady, not even about Blake Bortles. He said, we're going to try to turn Tom Brady into Blake Bortles. Another shot at Blake Bortles. And uh, fair or not, I think they will use that again. I think they will use this looking ahead to the Patriots. I think they'll use Big Ben Roethlisberger wanting a rematch. Doug Marone has done a fantastic job of playing those storylines up. They are a seven-point dog after beating a team 30-9. to They will play that up. So it's very college-like with this group. I continue to go back and say that you don't see that kind of motivation, bulletin board material, team meeting, rah-rah speeches in the NFL that much, but I feel like this group responds to it. And I think you'll see one of those big-time speeches on Saturday night in Pittsburgh in the team hotel. A little bit of a concern on the injury front with all the linebackers down now. Puzz out on Wednesday, Telvin out on Wednesday, and then Blair Brown goes down in practice on Wednesday. There's no linebackers left, you know, except Miles Jack. So uh, don't think Telvin's serious. No. I think he will play. Blair Brown didn't look good, though, walking around in a walking boot. It sounded like Blair Brown. I didn't even realize that at the time in the locker room, and uh, it sounds like he won't be able to go. I mean, it sounds like he hurt in practice. Very unusual to get hurt in practice. uh, But at the same time, Artie Burns up in Pittsburgh got hurt in practice. Hurt 
hurts their secondary. Yeah. That's probably a bigger loss than a guy like Blair Brown. Yeah. Uh, and Puzlesny's the one to keep an eye on because you'd think he will battle through whatever he can. And this is the one game, Dan, that I'm not really sure the linebacker speed comes into play. It's the linebacker fundamentals yeah. and, and fits yeah. and all those Against things. Against so Le'Veon Puzlesny Bell, yeah. could be very good because he's a patient runner, and he's a big guy. You need to bring him down. Puzlesny's a sure tackler. Yeah, Telvin talked about that a little bit today. You know, he said, everybody talks about my speed. I don't need my speed on Sunday. I need patience with that with that guy. And uh, it'll be interesting. I think I think Pittsburgh is going to give the Jaguars a heavy dose of Le'Veon Bell because they didn't in the first time they met. And Ben ended up throwing it, what was it, 55 times? It was an enormous amount. Plus. Now they got way behind, and they're going to throw in every play. So I get that. But I think they got away. I think that was the game where Antonio, the diva, was kind of complaining and whining about not getting the ball enough, and they targeted him 19 times in that game. Another Martavis Bryant back then, too, wanted to be traded that week. Remember? Who did? Martavis Bryant. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. They had and, some stuff going on. Yeah, they did. And I think another interesting thing to remember, because everybody – Talks about Antonio Brown had 10 catches, 150 some odd yards, but they hadn't. The Jaguars had not made the move, if I'm not mistaken, to put Jalen on him full time. In other words, it was kind of depending on which side he lined he wasn't up. Traveling with yeah, him. he lined up in the slot. He'd get Aaron Cole. I think he'll travel with him. I think that is going to be a fascinating, just a mono v mono because Antonio Brown, to me, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL, and I think Jalen is the best cornerback in the NFL so I think it's a great matchup right there it's the best matchup worth of the, the price of admission alone that that just to watch those two it's the best matchup of the weekend yeah I mean you could probably get this Vikings defense against Drew Brees and mm-hmm. some of that talent on offense but I think if you talk about a one-on-one matchup this weekend I'm probably overlooking something yeah but I'm not sure it gets much better than Antonio Brown Jalen Ramsey with the amount they talk with the uh, with yeah. the injury to Brown with the 30 to 9 loss in the five picks with Jalen making first team all this I mean, the MVP candidate, I think Antonio Brown has every every argument to be an MVP in this league as anybody else. It just won't happen because he's not a quarterback. But I, I think that matchup, man, that should take the headlines over the weekend. I want you to remember this right now. Very important for the Jaguars to keep their composure. Yeah, I think it's building and it's building, and they don't like – the two teams don't like each other. They're both physical – Nasty teams, the Jaguars, it's great to play to the echo of the whistle. They must, to coin a Bobby Bowden phrase, they must keep their composure and not give Pittsburgh free yards. That was a bothersome topic to a lot of fans a couple weeks ago. And you go back to the San Francisco game. That's where they lost their cool. They had some of those penalties, Yannick Ngakwe. I think they've done a much better job of that in the last two weeks. Yes. Tennessee tried to get them going. They didn't fall for it. In fact, I can clearly remember Calais Campbell turning around after a cheap shot by Luan against Ngakwe uh-huh. and saying, hey, do it between the whistles. You could see it on TV. Right. And then last week, it was the whole incognito thing. Mm-hmm. And Calais Campbell even said, no matter what was said, they were trying to bait us. Right. Because they knew what happened in San Francisco. Because they see the tape, yeah. And I saw a play where Ngakwe got headbutted by one of the linemen, right in front of the official, by the way. And he didn't retaliate. So my point in all this is I think they're doing a better job. Good. I think they're they're showing some maturation. I actually think if for they were somehow to play Tennessee again – in the AFC title game, I think that's the game you got to watch out for more than any of this, these games. But everything's on the line, Dan. I mean, they just can't turn the ball over. 
I, I, I don't know if I rooted for a performance more than Blake Bortles in this game coming up. I think you've got to – it would be cool to see Blake play really well mm-hmm. and outplay Ben Roethlisberger with all the stuff he's dealing with. And obviously it would be perfect timing because this team needs him to play well. He doesn't have to play great. Like Ben Roethlisberger might have to play great. They don't need Blake to play great. They need him to play well and not make a lot of mistakes. Well, he's going to have to deal with the cold. He might have to deal with some wind. Um, so there's some other factors, mitigating factors, that are going to determine how he does. It'll be interesting to see um, how he performs. But in a sense, the Jaguars, as underdogs in Pittsburgh against the mighty Steelers, are playing a little bit with house money. Mm-hmm. And they should be a little more carefree, nothing to lose, let it rip. Um, when I say let it rip, I'm not suggesting throwing it 50 times, but I'm suggesting throwing it on first down more often. I'm suggesting throwing it vertically once or twice or three times in the football game when you have single coverage and you have Keelan Cole out there or 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 Marquise Lee and letting it go throwing it 50 yards down the field and seeing if you can get a PI if you don't get a catch. Those are the things I mean. I'm suggesting maybe you fake a punt again, although they'll be ready for it. Maybe you onside kick. I don't. You gotta. You gotta go for it. You got nothing to lose against the mighty Steelers. And let's f- be honest, they are a really good football team, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you, I mean, they you brought up the stat. Yeah, they ain't lost but one game in the last eleven, and that was to New England by three points in a controversial ending. So close game, but they've won them all. And Big Ben has played very good football in that stretch. And Mar- you mentioned Martavis Bryant, who's shut his mouth and gone and played, and Juju. Smith-Schuster has developed. I mean, they have offensive weapons galore, and their defense, while not quite Saxonville, is pretty, pretty good. In fact, had one more sack than sack than yes. Jacksonville yes. did on the season, so they're pretty good, yeah. I mean, you can see why they're a seven-point favorite. All you have yeah. to do is look on the outside. Yeah. I mean, look at the receivers compared to the Jags receivers, the resumes, the what they've done. I mean, they have so much firepower. The good thing is their strength is going against the Jags' strength. Right. That's the positive right. Right, in this situation. And so will they be able to run the ball? Will they be able to do some of those things? Um, it, it's going to be fascinating. Everybody around here wants to see them unload and be aggressive. Mm-hmm. I caution that with this. Won the wind and weather. That's sure. a factor. And what you can't do in these kind of games is commit the f- ultimate fatal play early that right. sets up a blowout and you're right. not in the game. Right. With this defense, you don't want to give anything up because you're always in the game with this defense. And so what is the line of being aggressive and being careless and well, reckless? It, and it, that will be something that these coaches are meeting about all week long trying to figure out. And that's called playing smart, too. In other words... We got all over the Jags for being too conservative, and we, I think we all agree they were too conservative Absolutely. against Buffalo. I but, think they will admit it in about two or three weeks when the season's over. But with that said, note where they started on their drives early on in that game, the 9-yard yeah. line, the 11-yard line, the 14-yard line. I mean, they did not have good field position. Against Pittsburgh, maybe that's where you have to rely on Leonard and the O-line to run it three times and get you a first down and get it out to the 31 or get it out to the 26. And then you can start, you know, getting going. But uh, the ground game has got to be much better than it has been. They've got – and they're going to do everything they can to take away Leonard. We we know that by now. That's the 
I mean, that's the game plan. That's the blueprint on beating the Jags. So. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I, I just think it's about this offensive line a little bit. You got to. I wonder. In the locker room today, started asking some guys, and you get the sense that I don't want to say they're playing for Blake, but they've got his back in a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Where you, it, because see, that's always been my other part of it, Dan. It's like. Well, guys have to make plays. Yeah. To your point, Leonard Fournette catches that ball on third and four. Yeah. He's gone for 40 yards. Then they get rolling. What kind of offensive performance do they end up with that day? Mm-hmm. You know, now Blake, if he completes a couple of passes in the second quarter, well, they might have got rolling too. So I'm not taking it away from him, but I wonder if these guys will start saying, you know what, we got to help our quarterback out. And, and it starts with the line. Brandon Linder, remember, did not play in this football game the last time. Right. And they still ran the ball pretty effectively. They had that one long drive that lasted like nine minutes. And the flip side of that, Ryan Shazier did play. And yeah. He will not be out, obviously, because of that severe in- injury. So um, he will not be in because of that severe injury. So it's interesting if you look at some of those upgrades that the Jags got on the offensive line and probably a downgrade for the Pittsburgh defense. Uh, the matchups are going to be fun. But I just think it's all about early in the game. You can't make the catastrophic play. So you have to stay well, in it and stay in it and stay in and it. And that's another blueprint anyway. I mean, the Jags can't fall behind. If they get down 13 nothing, 10 nothing, they're they're in trouble. I mean, it, it's just their MO. I mean, they're not and, built like that. And and you know, with all due respect to Blake who's had his best season this year despite all the criticisms, um the one thing he hasn't done and it's good that we're getting to this stage with him in, in terms of nitpicking is put that team on his back in the fourth quarter and lead them to a victory. In other words, if I told you, Brent Martineau, Pittsburgh 17, Jacksonville 13, uh, we stop the Steelers at the 50, they punt, we fair catch it at our 18, we've got three timeouts and 2.06 left, are we winning that football game? Your answer would be no. Yeah, that's that's – uh, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, that's an issue because uh, that's where he needs. That's where he need, and and I mean. But I will say this, Dan. Yeah. I say that just as much about Blake as I say it about their lack of playmaking ability. Absolutely, they that, don't that's have fair. Weapons. That's fair, but they're going to have to. That's that moment is coming in one of these games. Yes, it is. And they're going to have to deal with it. Um, otherwise, you know, the storyline packing exist. it up and coming home and. <laughs> We're talking about Blake the whole offseason or until they, you know, whatever they do with his option and the money and bring him back or not bring him back, et cetera. Feels like it's been a long time, and it really has. It's now been a month since they've got off to a quick start and led. Remember how they went through those games? Like yeah. Like row after row after row about jumping out on top of people? They did that like the first, what? They had like Felt six like games in a games. row, seven games in a row where they scored on their initial drive. Oh, they fell behind against uh, San Francisco. They fell behind against yeah, uh, Tennessee. That's a good point. And they fell behind against Buffalo. Yeah. So they weren't able to take a lead. So keep an eye early on in that game. Uh, all right, I'm heading out to Pittsburgh in the morning. You will Pittsburgh, be, here we go. <laughs> you will be there on Saturday. So yeah. we'll uh, have all our shows uh, throughout the rest of the week from here and there. We'll also jump in on another podcast coming up on Friday or Saturday as well. I like it. Let's like do it. it. Let's go see what happens. And, uh, you know, let's let's – Get one step closer to the big game. Why not? How about this? You know the Jags are this close, and I think you have to remind people of this. They're two wins away from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? And so even the Jags people down there, their headquarters, have to prepare for an AFC championship game they could host, even though it might not happen. Yeah. They also have to prepare for a possible trip to Minneapolis, even though it might not happen. The plans are in place. That's how close this franchise and team is now that you have to at least think about it in that realm. I'm going to throw this out and see, real quick and see what you say. 
Uh, New England's not very good at stopping the run. Keep an eye on the Titans. Yeah, they got a little magic going. It feels like, but keep an uh, eye on the Titans. I don't. I still don't. I don't think the Titans are that good, um, and I don't know how they stop Gronk, and I don't know how they stop Tom Brady. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Patriots. Yeah, win. I agree. But um, but I, I hear you. That out there. I hear you. Here's I mean, a here's a here's a here's a stat of the day for the podcast for the Brent and Dan Pylon podcast. Which, by the way, uh, if I ever see a podcast of, that we do again with just your face on it, uh, there's going to be heck to pay. I don't know. I'd but like that, to tell that got rave reviews. I'd like to I just tell, that, tell people. I want to tell that to Nora and the staff here that that is uh, non-negotiable. I, or, I, I asked them not to do that during this stretch because we need yeah. a motivated Dan That's Hicken, right. not I'll a shut it grumpy down. Dan Hicken. I'll shut it down. I mean, since we are on the negative day countdown, I know. we're going to the bank for days Ooh. here of this football season. Yeah, we're, we're way past. By the way, it's a good time to share with people. We set records on the podcast this week. That's good. Probably the one I did by myself. Probably. <laughs> but. Son of a gun. <laughs> Right, what do you no, got? What's your note? The Steelers lost to the Jags 30-9 to in Week 5. We all know that. Since 2012, there have been 13 teams to face a team in the playoffs after losing to that team by 20-plus points in the regular season. Those teams went 1-12 in the postseason rematch. The only winner? 2014 Ravens avenged a 20-point loss to the Steelers. How about that? So that's a good sign. I like that. We way better. By the way, Kid Hicken, getting yeah. that stat for you. Well done, young man. Nice job, Drew. All right, uh, hey, we'll uh, we'll be back with you all week. We're on TV all week long, and uh, let's enjoy the ride. Jags and Pittsburgh in the Steel City on Sunday, 1 o'clock on CBS 47. For Dan Hicken yes, and sir. Brent Martineau, I think we get both of our pictures on this podcast. Better it's the be. Action Sports Jacks. I forget. Pile on podcast. I just podcast. used the one they had on the last one. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. This, this time we end it with a salty hickin'. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>